I'm going to look at the current edition of the magazine Airports of the World, um, which is from Airliner World, today's gateways to the world. It's produced by www.key.aero. And as it suggests, it's, it's a magazine that focuses on not just travel, but on the gateways, the ways that we embark on travel and principally the airports and connecting hubs around the world. Um, on the picture, on the, on the front cover, it's talking about rough landings. Um, it's featuring the, the island of St. Helena, which has um, a recently opened airport in the last couple of years. A very remote um, island in the middle of the, the ocean, roughly between South America and Africa. And that's um, there's a feature article on that within. In the magazine itself, the um, the editor, Gordon Smith, he quotes from a recent um, corporate report, figures there saying that fewer than 4 million people traveled through Heathrow Airport in the first six months of 2021, which is a level that would have been reached in just 18 days in 2019. So that'll give you a scale of the, um, the huge impact that the pandemic has had on air travel and particularly the numbers of people passing through airports. The um, incidentally March, April edition of Airports of the World magazine in March, April 2022 uh, will mark the 100 edition of that publication and um, the magazine itself is inviting people if they have any suggestions or ideas or inclusions to, to put forward, um, especially for airports and things, um, they can they can forward those on by email, aow at keypublishing.com and put in aow100, that's aow100 in the subject heading. If you want to mention or nominate an airport or Perhaps you're working or managing a small regional airport or hub someplace and you want it, you think it's deserving of being featured. There's a, we're told there's a new visitor center um, has opened at Terminal 1 in Frankfurt Airport. Um, Frankfurt is a really busy and big airport. Um, it's a great airport actually for airport lounges. Some of them you have to have exclusive membership of or accredited affiliate membership uh, depending on the club that you're with or the airline you're traveling with. There's other ones there then that um, basically you can book in advance online, pay a fee and you'll get your two, three hours depending on your layover um, in the airport lounge. But the um, new visitor center, a lot of interactive things there. And again, it's probably one of those things that maybe if you are stuck at an airport or you're waiting for a connecting flight, if you're traveling with family and things, anything at all, that's a distraction. Um, that, that can help to pass the time. So this might be something that we'll see more of, particularly in um, in the busier connecting hubs. Cork Airport is mentioned in, in the magazine. Cork is um, Cork is the biggest county in the Republic of Ireland, and it has a city. And just south of the city, there is um, a regional airport. Um, I suppose it's international in some ways, but the bulk of the flights that that fly in and out of Cork regularly would be to places like London, Amsterdam, Paris. So very much connecting um, 
connecting Europe and normally there would be a lot of charter holiday flights as well during the summer to the, the sun locations. The main runway there in Cork is going to be closing um, very shortly. Um, runway 1634 um, will be undergoing a massive, um, I suppose, a complete makeover. It's going to uh, commence and from the middle of September works there will be going on 24-7 over a 10-week period to completely reinstate um, the main runway and all of the associated infrastructure and things that goes along with it. So that's going to be busy and obviously I'm sure Cork Airport and the, the airlines that use it um, will be hoping that it goes smoothly, get Cork connected with the world again in time for Christmas. Um, Cork people and people down south love using Cork Airport. The last thing they want to do is travel to Dublin. It, it just adds a, a whole extra dimension. Cork is, is, is very useful and convenient. Aer Lingus is mentioned again in, uh, further into the magazine. Um, they've recommenced their flights to Budapest, um, a route that they've had in place since 2004. And of course, that was disrupted during COVID. Um, they'll be flying um, Airbus A320s three times a weekly from Dublin, um, Dublin to Budapest. So again, kind of an interesting destination as well and opens up possibilities maybe for um, onward connecting flights if people are flying further east perhaps or southeast. And um, there's a big feature then on uh, Melbourne Airport, which of course to us wouldn't be a connecting hub, to us would be seen as like a, you know, a terminal terminus that your journey would end at um, if you were traveling to Australia um, but I'm sure in Australia and you know that part of the world around the, the Pacific and things and um, those big airports in Australia have have definitely strategic importance for travelers. Snapshot is um, a feature in the magazine basically it's photographs of airplanes taking off or landing there's a very good one there um, references um, Greek Greek um, destinations, a really lovely collection of carriers when you see the, the various color and paint schemes and um, emblems and badges and things on the planes. And of course, because it's in Greece, um, lovely backdrops all the time. There's um, UK visitors section, which is more photographs basically and then there's the one of the principal articles which is really interesting for saint helena and that island that i mentioned at the beginning twelve thousand miles west of the southwest african coast so you go all the way to the coast of africa on the west which would be i'm guessing northern namibia western sahara then you travel out 1200 miles in a westward direction out into the south atlantic and you'll come to the island of saint helena and the code for the airport there is hle hotel lima echo and um for many years their only connection with um with civilization really was apart from I presume chartered and emergency and medical flights would have been um, by ship 
and all of their needs and mail and goods and everything was brought from the mainland by ship um, and there was people pushing for a long time to have the airport and um, upgraded developed and opened and this happened um, eventually and of course as soon as the airport opened um, the shipping business pretty much collapsed there's been a few issues with the airport there um, there's great photographs in in this magazine showing exactly the I suppose the the geographical layout and the problems that um, pilots are going to have it's runway two zero um, or zero two depending on your vector of approach and one end is basically the two zero runway you're coming in um, from the seaward side um, and you're making landfall right at the end of the runway which is right at the cliff so that has to be timed um, you know meticulously well if you have to come the other way the zero two way you're coming down over um, higher ground so you're the terrain underneath you is undulating and lowering as you're lowering so again other issues there wind shear and severe wind shear have been issues um so they've tried out various variations um of um different types of planes and different configurations then just to get it right because you need something that has the right amount of lift i suppose and the, the right amount of um of power and that weight power weight ratio balance um when you're coming in um with uh, plenty of perhaps um plenty of um uplift under the wings while you're out over the water and as soon as you come across um onto the landward side um you could lose a lot of that and then be exposed to these these um severe crosswinds and wind shear so the pandemic then obviously um set back the um the regular the regular schedule flight that was in place from um i think south africa um but it seems like things are getting back to normal in that island it'll be interesting to see if there'll be an uptake um when it gets you know fully up to speed and running commercially and it'll be an interesting interesting place for people to um to go to definitely a destination as opposed to some place that you just be passing through and i'd imagine that we'll um i'll be looking out um at airports now and things to see people with uh, baggage tags and things for hle um definitely i'll be asking them what's it like and what, what was their experience of it so um yeah in a nutshell that's the uh, the current the september issue of um airports of the world um fantastic magazine really and it gives you that whole sense of travel of things opening up um the whole airline industry the airport industry and obviously all of the jobs and infrastructure that supports that um starting to get back on its feet and um, we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen there needs to be uh, the, a lot of i suppose confidence and um buy-in from countries and governments and mostly the traveling public people need to have the confidence um, restored within them that they they'll want to travel and they'll want to use these airports and again having experienced the i suppose the the lack of um ability to travel during the the pandemic 
might just remind a lot of people that you know things you shouldn't take for granted and um, certainly having an airport open running and operating is just one of those things that you could say well yeah um in future we will probably try and make more of an effort um to travel to more places do more things and see more things okay thank you